Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live from the 6th and Peabody studio and across the OutKick network, this is OutKick 360 with Jonathan Hutton, Chad Withrow, and Paul Kuharski. Out of the gates, ready to go. OutKick 360 is back. We are live from 6th and Peabody with Yeehaw Beer and Old Smoky Moonshine. The crew is all here today, ready for a big Wednesday edition. Primary complaint in 45 minutes. Coming up in about an hour and 15 minutes, Trey Wallace of OutKick.com will join us live from Destin, the site of the 2022 SEC meetings. A lot to discuss there with SEC scheduling, NIL, uh, other coaching news and notes, and much more. Trey joins us in hour number two. A big discussion on NFL stadiums and Nesson, the Red Sox property, going all out on a direct-to-consumer streaming platform with some details in there um, that are worth mentioning. I wonder if other teams will follow suit. We'll discuss all that and more coming up. Gentlemen, good afternoon. Good afternoon. It feels like sort of a throwback show today in that the show open hits and everything seemingly fell apart for me all at once. Oh. The cover to my computer <laughs> came undone. I couldn't get the microphone properly situated. Uh, I don't that have a coaster school. over here, so... My drink is making the sweat rings everywhere, and I'm trying to move it around and not have too much condensation <laughs> on my workspace. That. that is old school. I would yeah, like to I mean, I, I got the, the cover on the computer just in time for the open, but um, very old school. And the, the moment everything starts, everything was just going straight to hell. So I'm glad that we've recovered. At least I have. You guys seemingly had no issues with the open. So congratulations <laughs> on that. I had some. I'm excited about today's show, though. I, I have not eaten here often before the show lately or early in our time here right. uh, we all did i think i think we've all probably tapered off chad eats here probably the most but um, thank you the uh, white yeah. duck taco shop is very it's good it's very good yeah but i've had every single we taco. Don't want tacos every day right so it's but it's the first time in a long time and it's my first food of the day i was up early and out um but i ate them they're delicious i'm energized but i, I actually find myself wanting less food in the taco it's a very wow. messy taco. You know, you have to roll it up, fork. and then you're, you, you know, it's that stuff is leaking out, falling out. It's hard to read. I was reading your column while I, you know, and then I'm getting my phone dirty. I would actually open a taco shop with a little less stuff in the Go taco. easy on the product. The neater taco shop. <laughs> we Chad, think there's anything in there? Chad, your thoughts on less food in the taco? Yeah. Still a big taco, a big, I, hearty taco. I, Maybe I'd give you three for the price of two. Shockingly. I'm in 100% agreement with Paul on this. How about that? You can Where's my bell? Where did my bell You can go? overload a taco, and it becomes just a big mess. It's I had cumbersome. the fish taco today, and it was the perfect amount of fish in it. But with the slaw, with the sauce on it, things were really running out of the top, you know, out of the, the each side of it. So you know, you have a salad yeah, left after you eat the tacos. There's so much stuff that's falling out. You have like a salad, but more for Hutton. Yeah, Hutton, we could bring you our leftover tacos and you can have a salad. salad. I I, I would love that. I love that we're opening with tacos today because tacos have become a very important thing in my household. 
because when Taco my Tuesday? youngest daughter, Lucy, we did have Taco Tuesday last night, and I'll get to that. But my youngest daughter, Lucy, who will be three in August, she was sick with an ear infection and a cold, and I took her to get her medicine one night, and there was a Daniel Tiger book that's all five-minute stories, bedtime stories. She saw it at the grocery store and said, I got to have that. And I said, you know what? You're sick. I'll get it for you. Nice. Got her that. She always remembers that. But there is a story in there about tacos at the restaurant. And the name of this story, Paul, you'll appreciate this as a dad, is Calm at the Restaurant. And it's all about Daniel Tiger and his mom and dad teaching him to take a squeeze when you're feeling the sillies come out. And then you count to uh, four or five or whatever it is, and you take We're a deep five breath. Star show. You let we it go, five. right? You let it go, and then that, that's how you get calm when you're feeling a little bit rambunctious. So anytime we talk tacos now is like the only time my daughter's calm because we had tacos last night, tacos and lot. I said, what is Daniel Tiger doing? She'll do the whole thing. She'll, she'll give herself a squeeze, and then she'll count, and then she takes a deep breath, and you let it go, and then you're calm. You, you get all the sillies out that way. Next. So. This is a very important lesson for everyone. Next time I'm having trouble falling asleep, can I call you and will you read me one of the five-minute stories? <laughs> or uh, will abs- you tape one Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, Paul, we've got one on uh, Daniel can't find his red sweater, and he's upset about that because he feels like he's not himself unless he's wearing the red sweater, and he has to be convinced that he can he's be a He's himself no matter what sweater. he's wearing. And then, you know, he's the same person, even no in the blue sweater. Wearing. There's a lot of great lessons in this, in this book. I feel like this is a complete ripoff of the character on Mr. Rogers that was a lion and not a tiger. It is. Daniel. No, it's, it, it's, it's a Mr. Rogers book. Yeah. But they it's a tiger. Spun it into a tiger. Da- I thought Daniel was no, a da- lion. No, Daniel was a tiger. Daniel Tiger is a spinoff show of Mr. Rogers. Oh. So Daniel had, Tiger was uh, he was a he was I the character was a lion the whole time. He was the he was the character for Mr. Rogers. They spun it off on it was PBS a liger. into a show. It was a liger. Right. No, it was it was a tiger. <laughs> They're all uh, related. Um, anyway, I, I just had to get that out. It's touching. Now, now I'm, I'm also pissed off for greatness today and not calm, so we can get I'm into that as well. I'm going to call it the oh, lesser. My taco complaint. shop is called the lesser taco. I, I am ready for a primary complaint, and uh, I, I'll, I'll say this because this is something that applies everywhere. Why are we so reluctant to say that someone is out of shape? Why are we so afraid to say that? I do not understand. Paul, please explain this to me. He's out you of are shape. one of the few people who will say that he is out of shape. When a guy can't finish a drill... And the coach isn't saying that it's some sort of illness. He's out of shape. And this goes to Traylon Burks. We're referencing yes. here the Titans rookie wide receiver. Um, we'll, we'll get into that. I have a feeling. Did more today. Um, there was one drill that he didn't do. They did the drill two directions, and he just <laughs> after the first guy went, he just well, walked from we, the front of the drill to the other side of the drill. We, as if we he'd have done to the drill. just in broad terms. We have to stop protecting. We're trying to couch things in a way that idiots will understand. <laughs> okay? And what I mean by that is you can say someone is out of shape on June 1st, and if an idiot is going to hear that and think that you were saying this guy is a bust, that's on the idiot. That's not on the person saying that. I am saying Traylon Burks, without a doubt, came into this training session with the Titans completely out of shape, and he is working his way into shape. I'm also saying that is in no way an indictment on what he's going to do as a Tennessee Titan because it's June 1st. He's got plenty of time to get back in shape. So we have to stop protecting people's reaction to things and just saying what we all know to be true. Well, I think people are trying to be uh, make sure they're being fair to him because they saw the inhaler at the first thing. They thought it was very improbable that he would be out 
of shape to the degree that he would be falling out so early in his very first drill. They saw the inhaler, and they're giving benefit of the doubt and trying to get to the bottom of it. There's no getting to the bottom of it with them. I've talked to people, um, and I'm comfortable saying he's out of shape, Um, not just based on what I've seen, but based on what I've been told. We'll get into the full details of this coming up at 3 o'clock with some news and notes from OTAs around the NFL, and we'll lead off with Traylon Burks and the Titans, uh, which continues to be a storyline. More media availability today. Traylon Burks actually was allowed to speak to the media today. Oh, um, it was riveting stuff. Yeah, we, we will discuss that, discuss what Vrabel said and what he didn't say, which I think is more important, and uh, more details with uh, what Paul has observed at the, the open OTAs. Um, in about seven, eight minutes, cupcakes and cash and how the SEC can do both. They can take in both here with the the updated schedule based on a plan that I uh, presented through a column at Outkick.com today. Uh, the match is taking place today. Weird Tom Brady timing. and Aaron Rodgers taking on Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. Uh, T, I, I believe they tee off at 6.30 Eastern time on TNT. And I'm, this has become annual viewing for me. It's background noise until something cool happens. Uh, there's very likely no controversy with this at all. It's simple pleasures of watching some guys who are mic'd up play a round of golf, uh, hit some bad shots, and then in some cases hit some amazing shots that impress you. Uh, we will we'll be tuned into that. We last year, guys, we actually we placed some some money on this through FanDuel. It is Brady and Rogers. They're the slight favorite over Mahomes and Allen. Now we're not sitting here pretending that we know how any of these guys actually do um, before we actually see them play. We know Brady and, and we know Rogers handicap. can play well. Um, but as far as this course and course conditions and who it actually sets up better for, who knows with Mahomes and Allen. But you can bet on this. I've already bet on it. Who'd you uh, take? I, I bet on Brady and Rogers. Give me, give me the old dogs in this one. I, I think that they – I think their experience with it, is going to help in, in these conditions in terms of uh, the television angle and the trash talk and everything else. And, and Roger's the best golfer uh, between all four of them. They have their registered PGA handicaps within each state where they have a residence. And I know Rogers is the best golfer. Brady's the worst. So they pair the best with the worst, which is important if you're betting on this. Uh, and Mahomes and Allen are very similar. I think Mahomes is a little bit better. But they're right in the middle of, of those two guys. But, yeah, I, I like uh, Brady and Rodgers. This is a fun event either way. I actually bet this is part of a, a three-leg parlay uh, with Brady and Rodgers. But I, I've always enjoyed this. I think the personalities involved um, will lend itself to good commentary between the, the groups and between the broadcasters on it. I'm looking forward to it. I'm curious about how much Mahomes and Allen will banter. Uh, and to what degree? So. Oh, I bet they'll talk trash. I mean, Allen's been too. talking a lot of trash via social media to with Brady Tom Brady. And, and uh, Mahomes, I was reading quotes today, said, we're going to go out there and do this exactly like we do every time we play golf or do anything competitive. We're going to talk the whole time. He said, I know Josh well, and we're both talkers. And he said, Good. so if we're out there, it's, it's going to be a lot of talk going back and forth, which that's what everybody wants to hear. Yes, as it should be. This uh, could be a great, a great event for Josh Allen, who we don't get a ton from outside of game day, right? Like there, we can watch a mic'd up segment for HBO 
or NFL films. But really, other than just a press setting, I can't think of a time where we're watching Josh Allen go about his normal offseason. Patrick Mahomes has been featured quite a bit. Um, he'll do different hits. And, of course, Brady and, and Rodgers have, haven't turned down a, a media request in quite some time. Uh, and we see him weekly. We see Rodgers weekly now with, with uh, Pat McAfee. But Josh Allen, I think, is the one that could really benefit the most, just like it was DeChambeau last year that I thought could really come out of his shell a bit. Yeah, Josh Allen, uh, I mean, is he, has he, is he in commercials yet? I don't feel like no, he is. Not that I've I noticed. Yeah, so he in many ways is. Uh, I mean, he is the youngest, and uh, and yeah, he's the least prominent off of the football field. So this, you're right. This can do a lot for him. I hope it does. And uh, I'm curious. Um, at that said, you know, it's completely possible at 6:30 tonight. I'm not conscious that it's on. Like most of America, I, I think until there's some Twitter buzz going or something's happening. Yeah. And they'll have the, they will have the social media presence yeah. tonight, uh, for sure. Um, Dustin Johnson loses a sponsor after announcing his decision to play in the, the Saudi-backed golf tournament, which is taking place in London. This is the uh, kickoff event. They're teeing off this tour, and the first event is next week in London. And it's the same week as the RBC Canadian Open, which is a one of the major sponsors for Dustin Johnson on tour, RBC released a statement. They're not, they're, they're no longer sponsoring Dustin Johnson. Um, I would say in part because it's the Saudi back league. It's in part because it's going head to head with their Canadian Open next week. Um, but he loses a sponsor over this because it was announced today that he will in fact be playing in, in this golf tournament that will be on tour and, actually tees off next week for the first time. Well, the PGA made it pretty clear, us or them. So yeah. now we see now we if see. the PGA right. said, does what it said. Uh, I, I think it's pretty much that simple. Um, and, and it's not just Dustin well, they, Johnson. They, they've it's said, two other guys. They've well, said it's more than that. I mean, I, I've got the list right here. Ian Poulter, Charles yeah. Schwartzel, Lee Westwood, Louis Oosthuizen, Kevin Na, uh, Taylor Gooch. These are all guys who are going to be participating in this tournament. So are they all going to be blackballed for eternity from the PGA Tour? I mean, this is really putting PGA in a, in a difficult spot. And the reaction to Mickelson's comments as opposed to the reaction to Dustin Johnson actually participating in this tour, in this event, yeah. has been very, very different. Dustin Johnson makes $11 million a year in endorsements. And I think 3.2 of that is RBC that he's now losing. He's going to lose more sponsors over this. That's not going to be it. They're going to, he's going to lose but more. But, Chad, if you're willing to lose those sponsors, think about what he must be earning. Yes. Yeah, oh, I, look, I, right? there's... Like, that tells you what yeah. he's getting paid and to make the, the decision. And what's the public outcry? And, and by the way, they, all of those tour members had to request permission from the PGA. They were all denied, and they're, they're doing, doing it anyway. So, so we know financially they're making out just fine. Now what's the court to. of public opinion have to say? Because the court of public opinion was pretty damn loud. Now, Phil said dumb stuff, certainly. Yeah, the that didn't help him. accompanied all that. But, uh, you know, uh, the context is the same. The context exactly. is exactly the same. And, uh, you know, so I, for one, will say you know, it's, it does not look good to go take this money. I, I have to feel, though, guys, that 
Dustin Johnson feels like he's not going to be blackballed from the tour yeah, to do this, even going. if it is an enormous payday, and I'm sure that it is, to go do this tour. There's a lot of risk involved so he's got to answer with for this it. because the Saudis may decide three months in it's not worth their time doing this. They may get into this and have two or three events and say, all right, we paid out all this money. We're good for it. You know, we gave away all this prize money. We don't want to keep doing it. PJ Tour has been around for a long time. So you went and did something in the short term to make a bunch of money in the short term that could go away, like a lot of new ventures will go away. And do you risk that where you can't come back to the PGA Tour? I mean, there's, there's risk involved. And look, it's with Dustin Johnson, this is a guy who likes to play golf and make money. He is going to play golf to make a lot of money. I don't think he's thinking about this anything deeper than that. That's well, all it is. He's going to have to answer to for play it golf. deeper than that because the he questions does, are going I don't to think be he's, hard. I don't think he's going to be able to answer to it any deeper than well, that, honestly. I would, I would say, why does he have to answer to it if the NBA is, is sending a preseason game over there or if the UFC is going over there or if WWE is going over What difference does it make if Dustin Johnson's playing in a tour that's backed by the Saudis? Well, I think those entities do face those questions but they don't answer we them. are they don't answer no, them, but uh, we Phil are Mickelson faces those questions but, espn's not asking those questions to the nba yeah but it is different when it's an individual who i could go up to and ask as opposed to adam silver well speaking I, I think on the point the is he, well, he doesn't ESPN have probably to air the games yeah he doesn't have to get into that he could just say i'm not looking at any of that uh this looked like a fun tournament to play in i said yes to it and that's why i'm here I mean, I, I don't. Well, I, to your point, Paul, I don't think he has to do anything or has to answer. I understand that. But the PGA has drawn a firm line in the sand. And this are they going to actually? Are they actually going to follow through and ban people for life from their tour? Are they really going to say no to Dustin Johnson, who brings a lot of eyeballs, who's won a ton of tournaments I do in their tour? Too, if he goes and plays in this one tournament, I do think too. Hot, your point's a good one, but I do think it's harder for an individual. Than it is for a league, of course. But but the individual we're at we're specifically zeroed in on Dustin Johnson. He needs to answer for it no more than anybody that signed up here. And you know, Mickelson in the in the book Phil that we we profiled last week, there is a uh, a part in there where Mickelson came out and said what he said to the author Shipnook. Um, in part, according to Shipnook, he felt as though Phil thought there would be others with the same sentiment that would join him. And one of the guys mentioned is Dustin Johnson. And then if you notice, as soon as those quotes came out, those guys took a step back and said nothing um, and endorsed nothing that Phil was a part of. In fact, no one did. And so he was left out on that island. And now Dustin Johnson's confirming he felt that way, uh, that he was going to go the same direction as Mickelson by actually signing up and having his name on this list amongst other tour members who are doing the same thing. There has been no indication by the, by the way, confirming that it's a ban for life. Yeah. Um, there, that has they're, been, just, they're making big statements. That has been thrown out there as a possibility, but it, that's like the harshest case scenario coming to fruition from the PGA Tour. It could also be a fine. Like it could be or suspension. who knows how or, or, yeah or, or suspension for a you period have of time. to wonder if there's been back channeling That's, like Chad is thinking you want there it, may have been like like, like Chad is also saying like you have the you have the cha- the back channeling but you also as the tour if you're really serious about trying to hold these guys to the contracts they're under and not let them go to the richest golf tour on earth um, you have to have something that's a deterrent and what type of 
what type of peak on a on a on a penalty here would be a deterrent for other guys joining them if these 45 plus guys say you know what it was worth it well worth it is according to front office sports 125 million dollars is what dustin johnson's being paid uh, to join up with this tour so he's joined the tour well the uh, or is he front office is saying it's it, he got paid 125 million dollars to change his mind and play in this invitational series so I believe that that would include for 125 million the eight or nine tournaments that they've they've announced everywhere from Portland, Oregon to Boston well, the to only, London. The is only the first participant one. list that they've announced is next week's. Yeah, um, you know, and Mickelson. See, uh, this opens the door for Mickelson to go do it now. Well, There's I also, think Mickelson will do it. Um, you know that he's eventually going to. It's just this thing has changed for me a bit. In that, in the beginning, I hated what Phil Mickelson said because I thought he came across as very ungrateful. And I had a bigger problem with that than I did with the Saudi-backed league. Then you learn more about it. You have more problems with the Saudi-backed league. I understand some of the response to that. But now it's getting to the point where Dustin Johnson's not going to face the same level of criticism. Hutton, you brought it up. The NBA is not facing really any criticism None. for the most part. And it almost feels like we're just, it's monopoly protection now. Like we're almost saying these things to protect the PGA because how dare anyone challenge the PGA and pay more money? Like I feel like we're kind of falling in line with exactly what the PGA wants, and that is everyone to make sure that no one else challenges them. Right, it's Um, it's more about violating tour regulations than it is joining another league, and in this case, specifically the Saudi Arabian backlog. Yeah, I know how I feel about Saudi Arabia's human rights violations. Right. They're atrocious. Right. I, I don't know much about all the money and everyone controlling this league, but now the more I the, – the bigger response to it in a negative fashion, I start to think, are we really against the human rights violation, or is this more of a PR machine to protect the monopoly that is the PGA? Well, I'm more against the, the, who the competition is, not that there's competition. Uh, in addition to the money that you're talking about Dustin Johnson getting, there's another $255 million from the initial report in prize money. And you're going over there against a much weaker field, right? You've listed the, the 10 or 12 PGA guys, but the rest of them who are not regulars on the PGA Tour, you have to presume are lesser players, easier to beat if you're him, and and you're going to get a bigger share of that 255 out of those tournaments. So you're not just getting the money they're paying you to come play. You're, you're getting that fee to come, and then you should be winning a bigger share of the, the pool prize, which is pretty damn gigantic. So you're getting paid twice. Well, even the PGA Tour came back and started giving more incentives for God, wherever they finished in the FedEx points. They were giving more money to try to incentivize them more to not – defect and go to this tour. I think I read where Dustin Johnson made $6 million more a year ago when they started this because of his placement in the FedEx Cup. It's a, it's a story to follow throughout the day, and we'll keep an eye on it uh, as we expect more statements to come out with all of this, which is a, a, a big storyline across golf because it's been there. It's tied to Phil Mickelson, and now one of the uh, other big names that was mentioned a few months ago, tied to this league, is Dustin Johnson, who's going to participate uh, next week. We have primary complaint coming up in about 25 minutes. When we come back, though, 
cupcakes, cash, and how the SEC can take in both things in a big way. A proposal as meetings take place in Destin, I'm going to lay out my proposal for a future SEC schedule that will include an extra game and hopefully make a lot of people happy with the money to be made. That's next on Outkick 360. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. The SEC schedule being discussed at length this week in Destin. Trey Wallace will join us in less than an hour, and we will... Join him live in Destin for the very latest news and notes, and we'll get to some details of uh, the column that uh, posted today at Outkick.com. My proposal, if I had the floor, if I could stand on the table for an idea and present it in a brainstorming session to Commissioner Greg Sankey, what I would be doing for the SEC schedule. We'll get into that in a moment. Uh, The verdict is in in the Johnny Depp-Amber Heard trial, which has swept the... Uh, the, the nation by storm, the the numbers... Uh, Segment of the nation. Well, I mean, the, the live streaming numbers of this online dwarf... Like, anything compared to it is just a shat, in the shadow of the live streaming numbers of what people are watching during the day. It's, it's insane. The millions of views that all these different feeds have whenever they're done for the day after an eight-hour uh, trial for that. And this went on for six weeks. So... Think about the the money that these companies who are live streaming this on YouTube are getting, for instance, off of just the YouTube stream and the platform. Uh, but so she was, uh, they, they found that she uh, did act with actual malice in the column in the Washington Post. Um, he had sued her for $50 million for defamation, and they awarded Johnny Depp $15 million of the... Uh, 50 that was asked for. And in response, she countersued him for $100 million. She was awarded $2 million based on some response that he had made in regards to her faking injuries. It's a mess. It's crazy. Um, and they've just wrapped up where Johnny Depp effectively empties her bank account uh, off the $13 million uh, uh, ruling verdict here in the, the civil case defamation trial, Johnny Depp against Amber Heard. Crazy. Yeah, so $13 million difference, I guess, is the way to look at it. $15 million awarded to Depp, $2 million awarded to Heard. Um, I think her career is probably over as an actress at this point. I'm curious what this does to Johnny Depp's career because he lost uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. We know that. Uh, through Disney. And that's where he came up he, with the $50 million, He just shot that's what a, he would have made off of Car- Pirate 6. He just shot a movie in France, a French-speaking film where he plays Louis the Sixteenth. that's going to debut at Sunday. I think it debuted at Cannes recently. So he left the country to do a movie. I'm curious if now he can come back and make American movies again. She'll be in Celebrity Big Brother. Yes. Right? Yeah, you're right. There will be something there. Uh, for this, or or you'll you'll have her, uh, you know, get paid to do these sit down interviews, right? Something. 
But I mean, the, the some of the details of this, like when you just watch the clips, the five minute clips of how they were able to date a photo that she supposedly doctored and edited. And then the very next day, there's another photo of her through paparazzi walking down the sidewalk with no blemish on her face whatsoever. 24 hours later. Uh, Fast healing. They are able to link that stuff up where it's it's nuts. And then the recordings that they have of their conversations is bizarre. Where she um, it clearly hits record for a reason, and then he doesn't actually back up anything that she's claimed in this in this case about violence. The only thing that he would respond to her is, "I know what it feels like to get hit from you." You know, like she was the one hitting him. It, it's all nuts and bizarre and uh, some of the stuff that he does uh, on camera on photos through recordings um I, i'm not sure if there's a drug he hasn't tried uh and or or slept through while others were doing it in the house uh or a hotel room he hasn't trashed it's beyond crazy it is like fear and loathing in las vegas playing out in a courtroom yeah he's hunter s thompson in a lot of ways and i think that's uh, i followed this not a ton, but what I was reading with it and the clips I saw and the text message exchanges and everything else, it really came down, well, two things. One, Johnny Depp is a more beloved figure than Amber Heard. He's a bigger celebrity. So people naturally are going to go into the corner of the person they know better or feel like they know better because of their movie roles. And Johnny Depp has a ton of iconic roles over the course of his career. So he had that going for him. The other thing he had going for him was authenticity. I mean, the guy's a jerk in a lot of these text messages and, and a creep and things that he says and all of that, and he's an addict, but he's honest about it. I think what hurt Amber Heard more than anything was she came across as completely dishonest yeah. about pretty much everything yeah. and was faking a lot of things. She did not come across as authentic on the stand. Johnny Depp did, good or bad. He owned things, and he seemed a lot more honest about himself uh, than her, even if Johnny Depp was bad in all of this. Well, I wanted them somehow both to suffer. Well, he he does. I, mean, I think get they what both suffer here. in that everyone saw this play out for everyone to see. Right. right? And you could you could also say he didn't. Disney cut ties with him on the the Pirates of the Caribbean movie, which they can't reproduce without him because he is the the franchise um, with Captain Jack Sparrow. You, he, you can't do pirates without him. Um, he lost out, Paul, and you could say fifty million on what that what he would have been paid to do this. Um, she loses out. She's got Aquaman 2 coming out, where she's the co-star. And that is in post-production now. They've already shot that film. So who knows what happens with that. Uh, Paul, you, I mean, I remember taking the courses, the legal courses for media, and how difficult it is to, to win a libel lawsuit. Yeah. Through the, especially if something's published through the Washington Post or the New York Times or... Variety. I mean, this was not like the Sun over in Europe, where they're you know uh, that actually came up in the in the case here, where uh, it's not like you turn to page four and you can get a nude photo of someone on the beach. This is a bit different where it was published, which makes it even more difficult to prove mm-hmm. actual malice. And he was able to do that, which is what we saw is very rare today. Yeah, saying something about what she did, and she did it. By the way, she never named him. He was never named. In the in the op-ed, but he was able to prove that he was a, he was and everyone was able to know he was the one that she was referring to, and saying untrue things about. Right, 
Amber Heard, I just went to her IMDb page because I'm interested now to see what else she uh-huh. has coming out. You're going to enjoy her whole catalog. Is it, I, by no, the way, before you no. go through, I had no idea. I, I could not have picked out Amber Heard in the lineup. Me neither. That's how I, oblivious I, who I she was. was to her. The only thing I knew her from was the movie she was in, The Rum Diary, that she was in with Johnny Depp was the only thing I can remember Where her they from. they fell in love. Yeah. On set. Such beautiful. Um, she's going to be in a movie called In the Fire. Yeah. I mean, look, there's a thin line between love and hate. Apathy is the opposite of love. There's no apathy no. between those two. No lines. Uh, it is a lot of fire. There were lines in this relationship, but it wasn't uh, a thin no, line of no. love. Plenty of lines. She, Plenty she, of lines. She had one in the, in the witness box. <laughs> Man. Uh, she's going to be in a movie called In the Fire, where she plays a doctor during Civil War times from New York that goes to a plantation down south. And a movie called Run Away With Me. Uh, an American in Paris falls for a model, and the two become intertwined in the criminal underworld of the European modeling industry. You let us now, know. Now, that how one those is are. pre production. So, will we get to post production on that with Amber Heard I in the sure film? I sure hope so. That's Paul, the question. I, I would say. She I needs would, the work now. I would say this, too, about the. He went, he's awarded $15 million and, and Amber Heard gets two. You want them both to lose. I mean, according to. Uh, different media outlets that were trying to calculate, we don't know the exact number, trying to calculate what he spent on his representation. Yeah, right. He comes out behind, yeah, probably. Well, I think it's uh, he'll he'll come out ahead, but not by much, based on what he was spending. It'd be like a million dollars he makes, probably. Yeah, I think the estimate was somewhere around six to seven million is what he spent on his legal defense or legal team. Well, he's, and that's, and, that's still a good chunk of money. Yeah, but that, it's, nowhere, he's owed. it's nowhere close to what he was. I mean, really, he his victory comes with this announcement that he was able to prove actual malice in the op-ed. Well, we'll see if he makes it back into oh, Hollywood. And, that, and he, he, he all will, these, maybe not immediately, but ultimately. All of these uh, experts, like there were experts that got paid $1,000 an hour that would go testify, and then they were able to charge $1,000 an hour for everything they did regarding the case. We ought to get into the Crazy. expert witness game. Craziness, man. The, the amount of money made off of this, for this to play out like live every day. What could be, we be expert Think about being the judge in this trial. The judge, I'm told, was pretty good. Yeah, she was very even-keeled and, and no I issues. I just, like, if, you, all get had, it, if you get into the legal profession... And you work your way up, and you are a judge. Sure, in this. And you are sitting there for six weeks, hearing these two artsy fartsy millionaires battle it out that are clearly both clinically insane. One with a fake for action. each other. Are you thinking, man, this is really cool for my career that so many people are watching me up here on right. the stand? Or are you thinking, man, I really thought I was going to do better for the world than sit here and award millions of dollars to one of these two? I wonder how many times she's thinking. I wonder what my next case is going to be. Yeah, what's the what's the adrenaline rush drop off for the next case for this for this judge? Well, and good it, job by her. And it does come sometimes. It does come down to better lawyers, and he got exactly what he paid for here because she did not. She she hired a firm out of Virginia, which is where the trial was held. He has this nationwide team that came together, and it's like an O.J. Simpson dream team. It was. I mean, she had. I mean, she had like four or five lawyers next to her. He had six or seven. Like it's just crazy uh, the amount of money spent on this, and how I, I was one. I latched onto it. I was also interested in the mechanism for Hollywood because they they had they called former agents, they called executive producers of Aquaman, who confirmed that they nearly didn't bring back Amber Heard because the chemistry was off between her and Jason Momoa, but they did anyway. 
And then they said contractually she wasn't owed anything more than what she made in the first movie because contractually she signed up for the series and not just one film. How was the chemistry in that movie, Chad? You're yeah. a movie guy. I, I don't watch any of the DC Comics movies. Right. No, yeah, I that's any of them. That's fair. He doesn't. It's no wonder that Dennis consistent. Leary wanted us to fire you as a only movie. Marvel. I, I, I only guarantee, Marvel, not DC. I bet Dennis Leary hasn't watched Aquaman either. <laughs> if I if I had to guess, how Being dare an you? Actual artist, Dennis Leary, a real movie guy, um, and you're gonna condemn him no well he condemned you for saying old school was a bad movie he's like i'll fight you for saying that's, that's a great movie uh he, he completely yeah, disagreed okay, with you on that Philomena. um <laughs> i did watch that and it was actually pretty good this is that's audio i wish we owned Hutton, the funniest part of it was the guy they had up the agent or whoever it was uh-huh. who amber heard's attorney was saying so uh correct us if we're wrong but the latest Pirates of the Caribbean film Five. was the worst. Yeah, you keep yeah they they keep it alluding to yeah. he missed out on Pirate Six, and so her group was trying to say why would there be a Pirate Six because Pirate Five did, was the worst in, of the series. Worst, financially, it it made the least amount of money at the box office the than any of the series. And he goes, well, let me tell you. They're, it they're, was the worst that uh, it made. If, if, if you want to say eighty million dollars, you want to say eight hundred million dollars yeah. at the box office is a failure, then I guess you're right. <laughs> yeah. Which is a great response. Yeah, yeah, it really bombed all the way to a billion <laughs> worldwide, globally. I think you should watch Aquaman and give us a review. I, I want to know what kind of actress she is. I'm not going to do it. I, I will not take one for the team. No, no, I've got plenty of good I mean, things I, to watch. I'm I tried not to watch that. I'm going I mean, to watch I, Top Gun for a second time tonight. I feel like if I, see I and w- before and you come down and fall asleep, watch Aquaman. Aquaman. I feel like if I walk I down the like street and Aquaman. see someone, I would do a double take if I'd seen someone in a movie, right? Like, or or oh, that woman looks like so and so. I had not. I had no. If you told me pick out Amber Heard out of a lineup, I couldn't have done this prior to this trial. Is that her in there still, or did she get? Get the hell she out. was there. She's out of the courtroom, and, and Johnny Depp was Johnny didn't over in Europe. He, he didn't have to show up if he didn't want to, and he chose not to. Hanging out with Jimmy Page. He left over the Memorial Day weekend. Uh, primary complaint is straight ahead. Uh, later in hour three, we'll get to the SEC schedule, and we will discuss in depth the proposal I would be making for Commissioner Greg Sankey to jump on board, where I believe, based on this schedule model, the SEC could earn more in a fiscal year than the NCAA, which made $1.3 billion two years ago. The SEC is already close, and I think this model puts them over the top, if not right there, uh, if not over the top, right there with the NCAA for money earned for a calendar, a fiscal year. We'll, we'll, we'll discuss. I'll get Paul and Chad to weigh in on their thoughts on the proposal, and I don't know their initial reaction. They may call me crazy here. Uh, Trey Wallace will also give us details on what Jimbo Fisher has had to say. I know there have been uh, – Saban gets questioned by a, a high school uh, – there's a high school player that's that was in the blocked-off area of the media, and Saban's been questioned by him. Trey sent me that text, um, and he's got a story about A high that. school player? Yeah, he said that he's been questioned by a high school junior in a blocked-off area of the uh, of the media room. I don't know what he's alluding to there. Maybe – Trey's going to have to explain that. I have no clue what he's talking about with that one. Yeah. Was he like interrogated by the, pl- the, the Nick person? Nick Saban or? gets questioned by high school junior in blocked off area. I said, okay. <laughs> so I'll ask him We about will that. read that text back to Trey, yeah. and then he'll explain. Trey he'll entertain us with it. Primary complaint, though, next, and we are ready to go. You, if you missed the start of the show, Withrow's fired up. He's pissed off for greatness. Well, I'm ready. You'll audibly be able to hear him pissed off for greatness I'm next. I'm ready. Primary complaint on Outkick 360. 
Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire. By famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix. Now Kick 360 rolls on. Coming up at the top of the hour at 3 o'clock, we will get into the news and notes from SEC Media Days. We will have an NFL OTA report where we'll go through some NFL headlines, including the Tennessee Titans. Paul attended the OTA practice this morning. Um, and heard from Traylon Burks, the 16th overall pick in the NFL draft. All of that and more straight ahead in nine minutes. Right now, though, primary complaint each and every Wednesday on Outkick 360. I'll kick it off, guys, with a, a billboard I saw driving back home yesterday. And I made a mental note to bring this up for primary complaint, thinking that yesterday was Monday. I was like, oh, i got a couple of days here to, to get this going. And then I realized, oh, I actually need it for tomorrow. National yesterday was National Creativity Day. And there was a billboard that just said those three words, National Creativity Day. My primary complaint isn't the fact that you could literally say this about any day of the year uh, where you're trying to promote creativity in your office, in your job, uh, in the classroom, whatever it might be. My complaint is I'm made aware of it. And every individual is made aware of it at the end of Creativity Day instead of the beginning on the drive to work. That is my primary complaint. So my primary complaint this week, I went to the Nashville Zoo over the weekend with the family. One point, daughter's on the carousel ride, another daughter's doing the zip line, and I decide I'm going to be a good guy and go get my wife and her parents a coffee, all right, from one of these stands. If you are going to sell coffee, or any hot liquid in a scorching hot cup, you need to have one of these. What I'm holding in my hand right now is a coffee cup carrier for someone who buys multiple coffees to put in this carrier so you do not burn your hands when you walk a country mile across a damn zoo trying to carry three cups of scorching hot coffees, having to walk about 20 steps and put them down every step along the way because you don't even have a carrier. Not that you're out. I'll ask, oh, are you out of carriers? No, no, no. We don't have carriers. This is unacceptable, and it's my primary complaint. It's because people drink lemonade at the zoo. <laughs> that sounds awful. The hot drink at the zoo. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, it was, it was overcast. It I was mean, cooler. The zoo's weekend. open in the fall. I mean, it was overcast in 58 when we were there at 9 a.m. on Saturday morning. I'd like a nice hot coffee on a day like that. I'd also like a damn carrier. <laughs> My primary complaint is the mislabeling of no-show socks. You cannot fool me on this. I'm looking at the sock. I can tell if the sock is going to show. And uh, <laughs> when I was at the mall yesterday with my family, roughly 70% of the socks labeled as no-show socks are, in fact, Hutton, show, show socks. socks. I don't know how you can live in good conscience labeling these socks as no-show. A no-show sock is really cut out. There's a dramatic cut out. It's going to come to the middle of your foot. So I don't know where you get away with this. The FDA or somebody needs to involve itself in this. 
and, and uh, penalize you if you're labeling show socks as no-show socks. Now, I'm too smart for you, but there are some suckers out there who are getting home, putting on these socks, putting on shoes, and going, oh, damn it, they show. <laughs> I can see my sock. I have a hard time with the no-show socks. I like the look of them, but I've got to get them to go back on the, the back of my shoe or I'll get blisters Yeah, on my feet. And it's hard are to they, find ones that go back they, long they enough so that, don't, look, have yeah. a that little, don't slip low. best yeah. ones have a little like a sticky yeah. thing to them. But I also, bought Vans I find, yesterday. Well, I, I need to go a little bit more expensive with I'll them to get the high-quality ones. Because the ones I have, they'll almost always just tuck back in behind there. Yeah, if you're walking bad. a lot, you're going to get blisters. There, is some, there are two things that Paul would be great at, I know is great at shopping at, because I've witnessed, uh, well, I've heard about the story in New Orleans. Uh, great at shopping for hats <laughs> and no-show socks. Those that, are the two things. I bought um, Van no-show socks, which is doubly effective because I won't mix them up with my other no-show socks because across the bottom they say Van. <laughs> <laughs> so these three pair of socks would be very easy to sort. Whatever you do, don't go sockless. No. Right? No, That's odor. It's like Chad with a straw. No straw in a drink, but always socks with the shoes. Got to. You don't want that stench. Hit us up with your uh, primary complaint on Twitter at Outkick360. When we come back, the headlines on this Wednesday, we'll get into the SEC topics, and we'll talk NFL OTAs, including the Tennessee Titans and Traylon Burks, who is out of shape. That's next on Outkick 360.